Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Tiswan Raju, the people of Texan. And this time, it's not just the media, guys, because Shami and Ed have abandoned me because apparently they have better things to do. Uh, well, I'm just joking. Shami doesn't have power and uh, uh, Ed is on a mission. Uh, today, I am joined by Kim from Custom Services. Hello, everybody. And I'm joined by Chris, uh, one of the so basically, I, I replaced one magician with another. So no Ed this week, but I did bring another magician, Chris, who's one of the developers. Well, I, uh, I'm one of the magicians. Oh. Hey, you guys do amazing work. Like It's why we, do what we do. <laughs> why we can do what we do. Uh, sure. <laughs> so um, to anyone who's new, this is basically where we just talk about anything and everything. Um, so... And these guys know, I, I, I briefed them before, but you know, they know that I'm gonna pick on someone to give us a topic. And Chris, you know, you're up. Okay. Uh, this, I think it, this, this case has been trending for quite some time. There's this girl who, was, who acted Shuri on uh, Black Panther. She posted this video on her, on her Twitter feed some guy saying uh, the COVID vaccine is going to be the fulfillment of uh, the revelations prophecy because it includes the luciferase. Because now his issue was that whole thing that the vaccine is luciferase in it, it has something to do with Lucifer and thus fulfilling the triple six prophecy and stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she, she eventually took down the tweet, but the medical community wasn't too happy with that, and neither was I. Huh. Yeah, that, that's that's dodgy. Um it's it actually ties into what we were talking about last week with Shamin Ed about the importance of religion. So not to offend anyone who's religious, but um there are certain superstitions that <laughs> we shouldn't really, you know, give voice. Okay, for as long as, as we've been around, or as long as we've been recording history, people have been like prophesying the end of times, right? Like, yeah. you know, this this event will end the world. Was it Nostradamus who said 2000 would be the end of the world and we just went through it, no problem. And then 2012, the Mayan calendar, and we kind of breezed in, no problem. It's 2020. Um, 2021, sorry, uh, still stuck on last year. So I, I think it's not healthy because people then begin to doubt what people in medicine are trying to do, and they're doing some like really important work. Um, and you know, saying the vaccine is this when it's been like a medical feat, like a biomedical feat to get it to this point. Yeah, true. Yeah. Get a yeah. vaccine in, in under a year. So putting up something like that with the platform that she has, eesh. you know, <laughs> yeah, one of the things. That's like that. That hurts me the most is she doesn't even know what Lucifer is. Is it's, it's not even something that will be in the drug. Like when it's rolled out, it's used during research. It's, it's called Lucifer is because uh, Lucifer in should be Latin or Greek is means the bring of light. So. It's a substance that glows in the dark. They use it in vaccine research to figure out how the vaccine is going around in your body. Also, so, uh, uh, luminescent chemicals. 
yeah, it's a luminescent chemical. And to say that it's going to be in the vaccine, no, it's, it's not going to be in the vaccine. Even if it was, why would that matter? Are you afraid to walk around glowing? Probably. I didn't want to glow. <laughs> yeah. I think people that have a large platform and can reach a lot of people should be mindful of what they post, especially about COVID, because you can trigger a lot of people's anxiety. Um, you can just trigger a lot and saying yeah. stuff that is not true is going to do more harm than good because yeah, we're trying to have a vaccine so we can walk without masks. And <laughs> you got people here that are saying they can put microchips in your body. No, my guy, like they're not. <laughs> well, I don't think we need to put microchips in our bodies, to be honest, because our cell phones basically do that function. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like tracking the of what we eat, what we do. And I, I've been saying for a very long time, like conspiracy theories like that um, are, you know, it's good to be curious, but it's not good to then, you know, enrage people. And then in the next case, I'm going to bring is destroy property. There was an article I was reading a couple of days ago that um, some people in South Africa burnt down 5G um, uh, towers because they thought because of, of, the, of the 5G coronavirus conspiracy, which obviously like is one of those things that is not true. Like, yeah, guys, 5G is just like, you know, when things happen at the same time, doesn't mean that they are direct cause of one another or one causes the other. So yeah. you know, to burn something that's that expensive to put up <laughs> in the first place and yeah, that's supposed right. to serve you during lockdown, you know, good, fast internet on your phones and you burn it down because of the conspiracy. Mm. And viruses, like, it's understanding how medicine works. Like, viruses don't work like that. Like, they, they don't radiate. <laughs> it, it yeah, they don't out. do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy how more people think at times. And I actually feel like telling people that you shouldn't take the vaccine without profound basis could constitute to mass genocide. I think... <laughs> That's drastic, but that's right. And I'm with that. Yeah, because people, people ain't going to take it because you're an influencer and people, some, some people actually look up to you and you tell them, no, A, B, C, D, you actually support your case and they end up not taking the vaccine. And, you know, sadly, they end up succumbing to COVID and it's because of you. And then since we have an influence amongst us and Kim, Kim, you should use your platform more carefully. I'm not an influencer, firstly. I have so much anxiety when it comes to posting things. So until then, my vlogs will stay private. So um, I had something that was on my mind, which is eh, pretty weird. Oh. As, as, as all the things that I think are usually strange what is it okay and it's and it's 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 covid related so you know we keep the theme going okay okay so like remember the last lockdown and you know um when they then let everybody go back to work and then everybody just relaxed um yeah and we're here now and i'm like the, the one thing i'm thinking is that okay with it being so bad now 
um, I've actually seen some people walking around like with masks not not properly worn and um, yeah, not really sanitizing efficiently because they have to have, we have to wash your whole hand. It's just not a part of your hand that you have to wash all the palms. And like with all the news that's happening around and all the the stats we're getting, people still aren't taking it as seriously as they should. Like it's it's one of the things that really concerns me is that you know um, this could get much worse. Uh, if we don't, you know, buckle up, yeah. take it seriously. <laughs> it that I'm, I'm not sure in Bulawayo because Kim, like, how are you seeing people adhering to it, even with all the stuff that's happening in Bulawayo, or it's like just, you know, business as usual? Um, since since the beginning of lockdown, town is a lot more quieter, but it's okay we're taking it serious because we have to stay at home but you can tell there's like there's more movement than there was in the first lockdown people are like risking it i would say and risking it like they're they're going to work and you know not doing proper take not taking proper precautions like wearing your mask properly. I think that's like the major one. Yeah, that's true. I think if, do you watch news like Zimbabwe news, ZBC? No. No. Oh, okay. I, I actually do. <laughs> There's an airing. Why? <laughs> why? Yeah. <laughs> why, why, what? Because I am Zimbabwe. Yeah, true, but like patriotic. ZBC. Ah, <laughs> my God. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Look, side all right, the the important part is uh there was this guy that was being interviewed. I think they're from Bay Bridge and they're like, Oh COVID, we, we don't even know if there's COVID. We're not sure. We just hear of it. Like they they're so ignorant, eh? I guess that's the word. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of people that are so annoying. It's more of a mind over body thing. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure people dying is not a mind over body thing. Yeah. Not not like that. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I, I think we might actually reach our, there's, there's this number that, uh, I, I don't know what they call it, the number of uh, infected people and the number of susceptible people, they are now offset. Either everybody dies or we all get immune. You know, we might be going to You mean what? Is it like herd immunity or something? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah, why they're pushing us. Listen, 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 listen. Let's not entertain <laughs> thoughts of herd immunity. Yeah, because no, uh, this strain is taking people down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's really bad. Mm. So in, in, in you said you're in Gweru right now, Chris. Yeah. How is the situation on the ground? Are people being serious? Are people chilling as usual or nah, I think Gweru is better. At least on my side. Uh in town pe- people are, are not really going to town. And we we apparently have uh, you know, the forces patrolling and all that. They see you loitering around. They lock you up for like forty-eight hours. So yeah, people people are staying home. 
But in the hood, yeah, one or two people just walking around. But on my side, I'm in Lundi. Now they're not, they're not walking around, you know. People are staying inside. I'm not sure about other woods, though. Yeah, that is just a mess, as usual. Ferrari has so many like new cases compared to Bulawayo, compared to any other town and city in Zimbabwe. Well, to, to be honest, Ara is the biggest or well, biggest population wise. Yo, it's a lot of new cases. Yeah, it is. It's concerning. Like it's 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 really concerning to see um, you know, what is the knock-on effect of all of this? Is it like um was I don't know how to describe this properly, but what would it be cases that were um, new cases that were dormant? Was it people getting sick and then realizing it? Is this a, a, a late on effect? Because this the climb started like I'm sure late December, if I'm not mistaken. So what we're seeing now, this massive spike, is it? Is, I, I don't know how would they would they be getting the data? Um, would it be through tests? Because you know, like the I think the first first episode. Dr. actually talked about like the testing, like it's not extensive enough because other countries just decided, you know what, everybody has to have a test so that we know yeah. exactly where we stand. And with the way we are now, I doubt that we're going to get to a point where we will test anyone or well, everyone will, will get a yeah. test. And if everyone is getting tested, it'll be a mess because Zim on the best of days, anything involving any ministerial or government building is always just rife with problems um, in terms of scheduling, timing, just general handle of care of people. If you've been, you've gotten your idea or anything, I'm sure you know what I mean, and been to, uh, to hospitals. Um, of course, we can't blame them because they're overworked and underpaid. But yeah, it'll just be, if they do decide to test everyone, ish, unless they're doing stuff they did in like South Korea and I think South Korea where they say you do those drive-by drive, drive by, uh, tests where you go to a booth and they, they just swab you and then they get your details. That could work, but I don't think we have the capacity to do that. So the numbers, yeah. the one thing I fear is that the numbers we're seeing now are significantly lower than what, like, what's actually out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think this, this COVID-19 is like SARS-15 for Korea. Because South Korea learned from their first pandemic in 2015 and they ramped up on extensive contact tracing. I feel like we could have contained this if we ramped up on contact tracing last year before cases went spiraling out of hand. But now the point where we are, I don't think there's even any way to start. Because a lot of people might actually have COVID out there, but Unless they go get tested or they show symptoms, they're just gonna walk around as vectors. Mm. The scary thing is now if you if you genuinely have a flu, like you then begin to yeah. feel the worst. <laughs> like you then begin to feel yes. yeah. So how did this happen? And you know, I think what you said about ramping up it, it, uh, with what South Korea did was actually pretty smart uh, because. Countries like New Zealand, when they did the lockdown, they did it properly. Like they shut down. They were like, yeah, you know, we're going to close everything off to make sure that everybody's safe. And then they opened up so much more earlier than everybody else um, because they were able to contain it and they're able to get everybody like the test necessary and keep people isolated. So if you know who's, who's who has it, whether they're symptomatic or not, they self-isolate. So you just limit the spread. Um, but in Zimbabwe, there wasn't the case of, you know, um, you know, you can get testing facilities to then properly assess the numbers. Because I think what, like I said before, what we're dealing with now are numbers of people who are actually getting tested, but not people who are, who are at home and who are sick. And the good people who have it, but are just not symptomatic. 
So it's like, you know, what you said was like last year, we had enough time to, or the government had enough time to probably sit through and think, you know, with, with seeing cases rising because of the uh, Northern Hemisphere winter, that would have been the perfect time to start preparing. Okay, how do we tackle this if it does happen again? How do we get widespread testing in areas, especially where people can't afford to to to, to get tested or don't have um, health facilities near them? How do we then get that stuff to the people who need it? And I'm like, you know, we, you had all this time and not a lot was done with it. And most of it is blamed on the economy. I'm guessing that you know there is no money to do these things, but it's a national emergency. So yeah, very confusing. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's times. Well, I think it, it happens every one hundred years. So yeah, it's our turn, I guess. Yeah, no, I, I don't want to put you know, uh, uh, you know, interval <laughs> to this because we'll then start looking at another hundred years, thinking there'll be another pandemic, and then there'll be someone who'll be bright enough to create a new virus. You know, I'm not saying this one was created, of course. That's, that's you know. Conspiracy theory. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I, I think it's, it's good for us to always plan like for for the worst at times. Just like how South Korea went, they, they had a, a, another respiratory syndrome that hit them like three years before COVID came around and they were prepared for anything respiratory related. They learned from 2015. So when COVID came around, economic well, it's it's quite developed. Like, it's it's got resources and everything compared to yeah, us. It, yeah, you could put that into account. And they wear masks anyway. Like, um, yeah, they do. Korea, yeah, they, they, they wear masks just because, um, because of history. So, I remember when I was at uni, like, if you had the flu, you had to wear a mask. Yeah. Like yeah. you, if you knew you had the flu and you're coming into contact with people, you just had to have a mask on. It just became a thing. So I'm curious to hear it's not really that common. And it kind of scares me when someone wears their mask with their nose showing. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's not doing much. Like, I know it's difficult to breathe. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's one of the side effects. But then again, it's it, it's not for you. Like the thing is that's that like the Americans don't understand. Well, some of the Americans is um, the mask is not to protect you. It's to protect everybody else. So... Yeah you going on properly helps everybody else so you know just just do it properly you know i give i have this um involuntary urge to just go up and pick the mask and put it on properly but i'm just like yeah you know what don't get arrested so don't do that <laughs> you should try it though <laughs> Not if i do that a little bit personal space <laughs> You know, inadvertently, I'll get arrested for, you know, uh, breaching COVID guidelines when I was trying to protect COVID guidelines. So it'll be a difficult one to explain in court. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Let's not even go there. (laughs) So I've got one more thing on my mind. Um, Since we're all COVID themed. Um, So what have you been doing to stay... I guess the correct word here is sane during the lockdown. What does that mean? Well, this is this is more directed at Kim because you know, being a social <laughs> influencer and all, you know, <laughs> people's person. Uh, last year, what did I do to keep sane? I think well, I worked a lot. I was really busy with work and 
homeschooling my nephew. And I would see my friends on very few occasions. And yeah, and I'd try doing vlogs. It's, it's a thing I picked up during like quarantine time, doing vlogs. It's actually so much fun. And I, I read something that said, if we gotta always document our stories, otherwise it will die with us which I think is really true and everyone needs to do it. And Valentine, you said you would start as well. Did you start? Yeah, they're on my phone. They won't see the light of day though. Why? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, maybe soon. I guess I'll, I'll start a YouTube channel. I'll put them on my Instagram. And see, you know, people take to them. But, but the reason I asked the question was, um, you get used to a certain way of life, I'm guessing. So since when they opened things back up, right, you were all could go out, do certain things, um, blow some steam. You know, it's difficult to be stuck in, in, in the house, let alone a room for like a day or more on end. Of course, this is yeah. speaking from a position of, of privilege because, you know, we all work from home. So, you know, and for those who find this insensitive, I'm sorry, but, you know, this is unfortunately our reality. Um, <laughs> so how did you like, get those things that or do those old activities you develop the habits you develop to keep yourself feeling refreshed because staying in one place doesn't really help with that like for example i can say every time i take a drive to the shops it feels like i'm in a new world just like oh my goodness there are people outside i can go <laughs> i was really like that day i was so excited to go to town and to like see like people just like random people and what's a new it was it was like, you know, when you were a kid and everywhere you went, it was like an adventure. That's how I felt every time. But being at home was really, it was really hard. Even like working from home, it's, it's it was really hard in the beginning because I'm used to being out there. I'm not used to being at home, stuck in like at home. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. But um, to help ease my anxiety, I would meditate and I would journal a lot. So that did help me with my anxiety and like staying refreshed. I would try exercise, but exercising is so hard when I'm alone. I'm, I'm yet to try and keep that on my to-do list for this month, but yeah. Meditating is better. It, it clears your mind. It makes you, and it can also help you be thankful of the things that you have and the people around you of small things that you would look over. Did I answer your question? I feel like I didn't answer your question. You did. That's why I was listening. <laughs> okay. I felt like I did not answer your question. And then on, on meditating, actually, um, <laughs> there was a study I read um, let me see if I can pull it up. One sec. Um, one sec. And seeing people like, you know, when I went to the store, I was like, oh my God, it's been so long. But like maybe a few weeks. <laughs> this is why Kim is an influencer. Oh. I would be so anxious though. Like, I'm like, my sister is like the worst. She goes she'll be down so she got that habit to like don't touch the groceries at the store like put them in but wipe it down when you get home 
It made me like even more anxious. <laughs> well, I found the study. Um, it's a, it's a new scientist, and I read it in, in August. I was just remembering it, and it says mindfulness and meditation can worsen depression and anxiety. And I was like, I knew it. I knew it. Uh, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Too it good to be true. It, it, well, the, the science people are saying it does. We believe the science people, don't we? Okay, they're sad, naturally. Uh, no, Who's... don't say that. Don't say that. No, but what, okay, what are the reasons? No, we are, are, we are not sad. Uh, I mean, like washing dishes, you should just be washing those dishes, like getting the grit out. Yet that you owe, not you think you're a person that didn't text you back. No, wash dishes. Sorry, who didn't text you back? Now I'm curious. <laughs> you know, I'm waiting for Lin uh, back, but he's not got my message. It's okay. You remember what we said yesterday, right? Um, you just left him speechless. Do you know what? Everybody, there's this episode on Steve Harvey where he's interviewing Bridget Kelly and I sent it to Valentine and all he could see was Bridget Kelly. He missed the whole interview. He didn't (laughs) even bother listening. I was so frustrated and he kept on going on about how beautiful she is. Well, she is. is I'm stating a fact. (laughs) Sitting effect. I wasn't lying. It was the truth. She is. And you're starting this. But did you did you notice the answers from those men? Yeah, I did. They're all the same. But Bridget Kelly was not. So obviously she's the woman. (laughs) Exactly. This is where my my, my leaning is going. Okay. Okay. I get it. So I'll I'll send you the the, the study that said it worsens like depression and anxiety. Okay. So we all can be over it. My my mind thought is that it helps me. So if I read this year, it will change. Don't send it to me. I won't. I'll protect your innocence. Thank so you. moving on to Chris. What if what what do you do to, you know, um stay alive in, in the spiritual sense or in the mental sense, mm-hmm. I'm guessing, to keep refreshing. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I code and I play Fortnite, full stop. That's it. I what is Fortnite? You don't know Fortnite? Fortnite? You know what? I know like the general term. Oh, Fortnite, it's a video game. But like, what do you do? Like, is it like GTA? Is it like Mortal nope. Kombat? Is it Duty? What is it? Um, you play Call of Duty? Yeah, I love that game. Okay. There's Battle Royale and Call of Duty, right? The whole thing mm-hmm. for last last man standing. Yes. So Fortnite is a Battle Royale with 100 uh, participants, last man standing. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's I think that's that's the basic thing. Then it has this uh, story seasons and stuff and stuff, but I, I didn't really ever go through the story. It doesn't matter. I just play Battle Royale. So. Mars question, like, why Fortnite? Because I think it's the, the, the sounding like a snob. I think it's the worst of the Battle Royale games. Like, um, mm. I think Apex it's supposed is... supposed to be. 
No, it's supposed to be the worst. Yeah, I would agree with you. Uh, I mean, two years ago, I would have agreed with you. But somehow it's not. It's not the worst. It's, it's addictive. I don't know. There's just something to it. Yeah, all drugs are the worst. They're addictive. Hence Fortnite. <laughs> like. Yeah, like, I, I don't know why I play Fortnite alone. Like, I used to play Apex. I used to play Call of Duty. I played Assassin's Creed. Oh, yes, I also play Assassin's Creed, but I stopped playing Assassin's Creed because Valhalla just didn't do it for me. Yeah, and now I'm just left with um, with Fortnite. And it, it sounds like I'm married to Epic Games because I was actually sympathizing with them with that whole Apple Fortnite case. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like into. Are you playing Fortnite because you're bored of the others? Mm, no, because I'm not bored of it. It's, it's, I know. I don't even know why I play. I just <laughs> it's play. a drug. It's, <laughs> yeah, a drug. it's a drug. People don't it's know why they drug. take drugs. It's an addiction. Because <laughs> usually uh, I wake up at around um, 12 fish, then uh, just do code and stuff and stuff until late tomorrow around 4 a.m. So my my day is usually divided between Fortnite and coding. Fortnite coding, then some bit of design, art, and yeah, just researching on conspiracy theories. Wow, wow. The last the last part I can identify because I do that sometimes on Reddit. You know. <laughs> yeah, like you'll be so deep down in Reddit, you've like gone through the comments and it's like a rabbit hole. It's engaging. It's a massive rabbit hole. Uh, <laughs> it's it's toxic, like all the media, like, especially now where people are like at home with nothing better to do than make fun of one another and make each other feel bad most of the times. Yeah, social media is accessible. Like that, I, I try to stay off of as much as possible, except for like uh, oh, yeah. Reddit, some subs are cool. Um, Twitter, hey, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, Twitter, Twitter is a jungle. Okay. Like I can't, I, I, sometimes I just can't. Mean people. Okay, any social media for mean people. Like some of the comments, they're just so unnecessary. But yeah. you should check out Quora, though. Quora. I'm gonna be like, one techie person and say, "What is that?" Oh, Quora. Is this not techie? Is this platform where someone just asks a question and anyone can answer that question? Oh, okay. Uh, I think I know. Yeah, people. Yeah, that one. People ask really weird questions. Like, if you sit down and go through it, you'll be like, whoa, what? <laughs> <laughs> why is this a question? Like, why is someone asking this? There's this question mm-hmm. I read today. Like, uh, why don't soldiers walk around with uh, a metal object they can use to cover greenies as opposed to dodging them? And I'm like, why? Why are you even asking that? Curiosity. Like Cora, I remember a question I saw on Cora, I think I posted on my WhatsApp's uh, WhatsApp status. Someone asked, How do lobsters pee? And then someone answered yeah. <laughs> with their faces because they do. And I'm just like, okay, who sat down and decided, okay, I, okay. Uh, yeah. this, this this goes into a ramble because <laughs> there's this YouTube channel I want both of you to check out. Um it's called uh, Zay Frank One. And he's an incredible YouTuber. Like, 
he does these he used to do like motivational not not certain motivational but these very deep life linked conversations and and stories with uh, like um, what's it called with art in it in some sense and you know he then started this series called true facts i think it's in collaboration with bbc or on atu i'm not sure and in that he pretty much goes into the peculiarities of each animal and when i saw the how do lobsters pee thing i had a feeling whoever posted it watches a frank videos and <laughs> he was curious about that because the first thing that anything the first thing we get um Zay Frank, or the person who writes the script, or the person who supposedly writes the script, always asks about the animal's genitalia. I'm just like, <sighs> is this way? Like, why? I, I don't know. Like, I don't understand people. Like, I, I, yeah. So, 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 since like everybody who's listening and you guys now know that lobsters pee through their faces. So, <laughs> do with that what you will. Uh, So, I have a question. Uh, have you joined the whole Stingy Men Association movement? Yes, I have my card. Oh, it's in the you mail. Did. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> oh, Association? She doesn't know. Oh. Would you like to describe the Stingy Men Association, Chris? Oh, Stingy Men like Association. Oh, I know this association. Yeah. Why you men are never thought of when we like <laughs> want to post people on statuses. That's why we don't think about you. Oh. But, but you know, it is yeah, what it is. The, the moment is he's actually gaining traction. Uh, yeah, they, they require the ID at the men's conference. If you have an ID, you know, getting it is exclusive this time around. <laughs> this is not fair because I'm the only woman here. That is, this is not fair. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, but now, now you know how you feel. But it's okay. So did you join, Chris? Chris, do you have a girlfriend? Um. Yeah, I do. As a matter of fact, I do. Hope she hears this here and blue ticks you tonight. Doesn't talk to you. It's <laughs> over. I hope she does that. I hope she finds Why? somebody else. <laughs> Why are you wishing me that? How can you join that association? You should be how giving. Join? No, okay. Yeah. Being stingy and not giving, they're two different things. There's a line. Yeah, there is a lie. What's but the nah, lie? You, you cannot wish me that. Now nah, she should do to you, man, because you know you just made it public that you're part of the association. So yeah, mm, yeah, I guess it's fine. She's she's been offline since I don't know when. She's one of those people. I said uh, they outage close to a week now. So uh, yeah. I hope uh, when she gets to listen to to listen to this, I'll I'll have left the association. I hope. 
you know what this is, man. You, you can't just walk out. What? Blood in, blood out. Yeah, I know. That's why I <laughs> you, you can't leave. <laughs> you can't yeah, leave. it's not ugly. Hmm. Valentine, will you please yes. buy me a Valentine's gift and I'll buy you a Valentine's gift? Can you buy me oh. a I'm not buying Valentine's gifts. My name is literally Valentine. It's my second birthday, so, you know. <laughs> I'm expecting all the love. No. <sighs> love is a very special thing. Yeah, just, just send it all to me because, you know, uh, I need it. So since it's my day, and it'll be my day, you know, we should just, we just, just corner off as my day. Second birthday. Um, I, 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 I prefer gifts in either money or chocolate. So... If you're gonna send a thousand dollars, you can send a thousand dollars. US dollars, not bond. You know, we're not doing that. Bougie man. <laughs> or or wow. the equivalent in chocolate. So if you can find a thousand dollar chocolate bar, that'll be great. Man, why do you love chocolate that much? It's weird. I, I don't like chocolate. Like I, I, I like it in small doses, but then I can use it to barter trade for other things. You know, you know when 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 you have a stack of chocolate, you always know that if you know you want to send Kim a gift. Or I don't. You don't like chocolate. No, sir. You don't. What's wrong with you? Yeah, like what? What is wrong with you? There's very few chocolates that I do like. There's but marvelous creations, and to be honest, that's about it. That's the only chocolate bar I like, and I will take three months to eat it. To finish it, should I say? Wow. Well, I'm, I'm There's sure. like uh, a million reasons why you should love chocolate, love both scientific and mix. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I just don't get it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just We're not saying. going down that. The chocolate is an aphrodisiac route. Let's get clear <laughs> of that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying there's a lot of reasons why she should. I do like other candy. I I like jelly bean like jelly beans and jelly bears. So I do like sweet oh. things. Do you know do you know what I do with jelly beans? Oh with, with jelly babies and jelly bears? What? Especially the Haribo ones. I take them all out of the packet. And put them in vodka. No, well, that's a good plan, but <laughs> in this case, oh. no. <laughs> I line them up on a clean surface, and then I pick one from the line and bite its head off to assert dominance over the rest. Man. You have some issues. Why? Like, why? <laughs> what wrong with you, man? <laughs> Tradition. I, that's what oh, I do no, every no. time I get Literally, the big packets. A friend of mine got me one of those massive packets and thought I wouldn't do it. I lined them all up like a like a like a course like they're going into the gulag i just picked one at random i don't have issues guys you have to do this with your nah, food that's so you, you need you need to talk to someone just sit down <laughs> talk to someone right. um, i charge i charge per minute if you want to talk to me it's per minute <laughs> Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Oh no! I'm, I'm perfectly healthy. This is just a, this is a just nah, a really ritual. 
Ah, guys, this is not <laughs> no. It's so satisfying. It is so satisfying to know do it like so they know that you know they're gonna get eaten and there's nothing they can do about it you give them names <laughs> you don't want try it i um, won't answer that question i won't answer that question for the sake of the sanity of the audience i won't answer that question hey <laughs> wow does anyone watch yeah, korean the... yeah yes i do korean films as in what you watch Korean shows? Korean, Korean films, not shows. Like there's one you recommended me a while back, which I'm supposed to watch, plus Bridgerton, which I found out is eight episodes, so I can pretty much watch it soon. I thought it was some long thing, but it's not that. Long. But I watch a lot no. of Korean films. Okay, like I which one? Uh, yeah, everybody who knows me is going, to, is going to start rolling their eyes right now, and I'm sorry because I speak about these movies yeah. a lot. Forgive me. Um. I watch, uh, my favorite director is uh, Bong Joon-ho, who directed uh, Parasite, Memories of Murder, Mother, Hong Kar Wai. I'm not sure if he's Korean, but he makes really good movies. There's one, the name I'm forgetting. Um, and then the series-wise, no, there's another Korean director I'm forgetting. He created a cartoon. It was, a, it was a, an animation. I watched a bunch of movies. Forgotten. But on terms of series, I used to watch the classics, Jewel in the Green Palace, Coffee Prince, um, um, oh, that movie was Train to Busan. The first and second, they're pretty cool. I think it was a sequel. Nice. We can be friends now. So before we went. Okay. Now you. <laughs> now we're on the special level. Like we we've elevated. Okay, we're on the Korean level now. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She dodged that Just... imaginary bullet, man. Yeah, yeah. Gills. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Chris, you watch Korean, so you can join the Korean watching click. No, no, no. Uh, okay, just leave me out, please. Spare me. Okay, so what do you watch then? Uh, I watch the Mando. Mandalorian, the man of taste. Yeah, man of man of exquisite taste. I like that. And of honor. What do you watch? The Mandalorian. Mandalorian. What's that? Okay. Yeah, no. Him, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's fine. I don't even know. I'm happy with my Korean life, okay? You don't need to tell me. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, I think I just watched the Mando. Just uh, and money. So no, I, I caught up on the, on the war bus. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. and I just yeah. finished watching uh, The Queen's Gambit. I'm disappointed. Oh my God, that Chris. show was so good. It's not. That was dope. It, it is really dope. It's what do trash. you mean it was not? Trash. Why was oh, it okay. trash? It's low tier trash. Okay, but why? <laughs> You're saying it, but why? I'm joking. I haven't watched it. It's on my list of of shows to watch. Just haven't gone wrong. You should. Um, yeah, I'm pretty excited to see what people, Good. you know, were hyping up. You really should. But Kim, why? Why do you think 
The Queen's Gambit is a good show. Um, I liked it because it showed like how you can come from like such a bad, well, not a great background, but you can make it up in life as long as you follow your passions. And it showed like how hard her life was, but through it all, she like, she just won it. She just became the winner. And, and now we of, can. Yeah. Okay, go on. Go on. No, you can go on. <laughs> okay. You guys are too polite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I was going to ask if you, if you felt like it was good because it's part of the Me Too movement. It's part of oh. the what? Oh. The Me Too movement. I- I'm just asking. Just want to know how, how people... Okay. What's the Me Too movement? You know, the Me Too movement is like... <laughs> okay. <laughs> you really supposed to know about the Me Too movement. Uh, yeah. Like when I'm watching it just because someone else said it was good? No, like uh, you've heard of The Widow, Red Scarlet, those movies, the Marvel lineup. Uh huh. Do you see something they share in common? I'm not answering this question. That's what I'm asking. Is did did you feel it was good because it was part of that? Because uh, the and protagonist was female. That's what I'm asking. I know it's a sensitive issue, but hmm, I'm just asking. Well, maybe a bit, but I did like I do like chess. Generally, I do like chess, and I found it pretty intriguing how she was able to like make the chess board come up she could play chess games in her head and she could basically she didn't study the book she would go instinct and i thought that was pretty impressive instead of like playing off Yeah, this happens every week with the loyal connection. Um, my our regular uh, listeners want okay. that. That yeah, loyal connection. This is what happens. There was our issues down there. Connection is not bad. At least we have electricity and drinkable water. What do you have? Electricity and drinkable water and good Wi-Fi and signal. You never have electricity. You guys are complaining about no electricity and drinkable water that you have to buy. Well. Complaining about electricity is more Ed because he lives in the hills, because the hills don't have electricity for whatever reason. But for, for the rest of us down here in the lowlands, we're good. Hmm. Okay. You said it? I still stand where I stand. Every time I've been there, there's either been electricity problems and the water is terrible. My hair just doesn't feel right. My skin is like dry as ever. I do put lotion, a lot of it. And it would still feel like dry. So. Uh, are you sure that's not a you problem? No. I was about to say. <laughs> no, it's not a you problem. Back home, okay. I feel back to normal. 
Okay. Mm, fine. If you say so, I'll take your word for it. Mm. All right, guys. So um, this has been a fun hangout. You guys made me not miss Ed and Shami, which is good. Um, I'm, I might just make you guys replace them because they're not very nice to me, particularly Shami. Um, yeah. <laughs> so this is usually a roast out. Yeah, for me in particular. Yeah. <laughs> okay. At least it's been a good a good one this time because we're all on the same page, you know. We all agreed, we're all being nice to one another. So um so thank you guys for listening. Um and thank you to my guests who hopefully will make this um more frequent occurrence if we can catch them, especially Chris. Uh, because code is a yeah, they're on a different timeline to the rest of us. Yeah. You just you just talk. I, I would really love to come around again. Awesome. <clears throat> and Kim, are you game for another one soon? Yes, I am. Awesome. All right. So, bye, everyone.